Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Amanda Mon Games podcast. This is my weekly gaming podcast where we discuss all things video games related. Tune in every week for new episodes and to support this show, please subscribe, comment and rate this podcast on your podcast platform of choice. You can email me any questions at amandamangames at gmail.com. That's amandamangames at gmail.com. All the various social media links will also be in the description. I also just want to kind of preface this by saying that there's construction happening uh, near the building that I live. So there might be a bit of noise in the background. I will obviously do my best to get that out of the way uh, when I do publish this. But I'm just letting you know just in case. Uh, today I want to discuss something that was quite interesting. It was kind of making its rounds uh, later, I think sometime last week or maybe the week before. Uh, but I, 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 just, I just couldn't I just couldn't avoid it. I just I just thought that I have to talk about this because it was really interesting. Um, I've always been try. I always tried being very impartial when it comes to the whole console generations, console wars, and all that stuff. You know, when it comes to Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC, I have all of them. Uh, you know, so I like to think that I'm able to take a very middle, middle kind of a stance and kind of give the the bads and goods of all sides. You know, when Sony does something wrong, I I obviously put them to their case. You know, I, this was something sim. This was something I kind of talked about in one of my previous videos and, and podcasts, I talked about how Sony really mishandled the whole PlayStation 5 pre-order things. I've talked really great things about Microsoft and, and Xbox and how they've been doing some really, really, you know, pro-consumer moves recently with the Game Pass and everything like that. I'm just, I'm just kind of letting you know, just because I know, uh, I know like, you know, I don't, I don't want it to be or I want it to seem that I'm, I'm just kind of supporting one side at the end of the day as a consumer, you want both sides to win because that's the only way we will win. Right, and I kind of discussed this earlier with the whole uh, Bethesda thing with Sony. So I want to kind of talk about how there's this kind of study or this SEO study that's going around claiming that the Xbox Series X or S will basically be selling double the amount of of consoles when compared to PlayStation 5 this holiday. So of course I'm here making the claim that the Xbox Series X or S will not sell more than the PS5 this holiday, right? And obviously I'll first kind of talk about the study itself. The study is done by a website called The Hot. Uh, of course, I'm not 100% sure. Like again, like because this has been going around and does the, it does seem like a reputable website because um, it's a website focused on analyzing SEO and user search habits, stuff like that. Uh, and based on obviously, you know, just the, the site and the, the research being used by other reputable sites I, I you know i think i think there's some credibility to the website as a whole I, I don't think there's a lot of credibility to obviously the study itself but basically they did a study they started looking into um just seo and user search habits when it comes to the the new generation of consoles when it comes to the playstation 5 and the xbox series of consoles and they basically kind of looked at everything until uh, more recently leading up to October, October 4th or 5th, I think. I can't remember what the last date was in the study itself. But it basically looked at, uh, you know, how gauges, it was gauging people's interest, right? And obviously, initially, it, it was it was looking, uh, it was showing that the Xbox series of consoles were a little higher in terms of the uh, just people's search habits. I should also, like, mention that this was mainly looking at the United States. 
So of course, you know, this is not looking at it in a, in a global scale. And, and we do know that in North America, I don't know North America as a whole, like not including Canada, but I do know that in US, the, the, the Xbox has always been the console of choice for most consumers. I don't know. I, I don't obviously, I think the past generation, that wasn't really the case. But in general, right, I also want to kind of just bring that up. Um, and of course, this, so the study was mainly looking in, in the United States uh, for the past 12 months or so and just looking at people's search habit for these consoles. And initially, the Xbox consoles were obviously quite a bit higher. Um, and so this is like the first interesting thing that they pointed out. I also wanted to kind of talk about that specific point where it does kind of make sense the Xbox series of consoles will be searched more because those consoles had a lot more revealed about it, you know? Uh, like, if there's a Nintendo Switch Pro or Switch 2 coming out, which we're hoping might come out next year or so, um, I won't really be searching for it until there's actual stuff about it out, out there, you know, for me to research. So I just want to kind of bring that up. I do understand, like, you know, they're looking at it as a whole, so it's not, it's like nothing. It, it's still part of, the, part of the research in that sense. Um, then, of course, once the PS5 and the digital-only... And all that, you know, price announcement stuff happens. We see like a, a hike. The PS5 technique becomes more popular, but then it goes back down after a little while. And then in the study towards the end, we see the whole announcement about Bethesda and uh, the purchase, yeah, purchase of Bethesda and EA Play being on Game Pass and how that caused us uh, like a huge spike. And, you know, kind of leading into October, we just see Xbox taking a slight edge over the PlayStation 5 in terms of user research and just people's search habits for these consoles. So I, I kind of want to bring that up. Of course, like, you know, PS5 revealing their thing, we know how big it was in general. Um, I should also talk about how, like, it doesn't really specifically say where um, where people were, were looking for these uh, consoles. I'm assuming it's Google, but it doesn't really say anything because I, I think it's also important to note that, you know, stuff like Google, YouTube, all that stuff, they're all different kind of like different, you know, search interfaces and, and whatnot. Like it's, it's so, many, so much information can be taken from different parts. But of course, like I, I'm, let's just assume this is mainly from Google, right? So toward the end, obviously, we see that Xbox is kind of in the lead and the, the article claims that the Xbox series of consoles will basically sell double the amount of the PlayStation 5 series of consoles, I should say, in a sense. Uh, you know, which is a very bold claim, and this is also making the claim for the holiday. So it's not even saying over the course of the next few years when Xbox might, you know, start releasing some next-gen uh, next exclusives and stuff like that. It's talking about now and this holiday, right? So I want to talk about how the, the, the main spike that we saw with the, with the Microsoft series of Microsoft announcing the whole Bethesda purchase and how that kind of led into this article basically stating that, yeah, there's double the interest for Microsoft consoles uh, and whatnot. Um, I kind of talked about this before, but like the Bethesda thing, it's obviously interesting. It's a really great win or great get for Microsoft, but it in no way removes or, or you know, in, in no way will affect the overall interest in the PlayStation 5 consoles, mainly because the games that PlayStation 5 is promising is coming out within the year or next year or the, maybe the year after. Whereas Bethesda has not really been releasing the same caliber of games uh, for, for a very long time. Uh, Fallout 4, I, I believe, was like, what, 2016? Maybe 2015? 
so that was like the last time we saw one of those big games that really sells a lot from from Bethesda. And since then, we've seen you know games like Wolfenstein, Dishonored, some all games that I love. I've played like crazy, but like those are all the games that you know are are have been coming out, but are games that do well critically, at least most of them, but financially or or commercially they don't do as well. Right, so this is so that's one of the things that I kind of brought up that you know people need to understand that yeah, of course it's a big get, and when Elder Scrolls or Starfield does come out, and if it if it does come out only on Xbox, that will be a big get, but that is a a ways away. <laughs> that's not coming out anytime soon. I think a lot of people need to understand that. My uh, Bethesda takes their time, and you know we don't know what the internals were before this purchase. People also need to remember that a lot of times, you know, like. Purchase in, in the case of Insomniac, Insomniac Games was great. They made a great game, but they were obviously independent initially when they made Spider-Man from, from PlayStation. And they were kind of going from, you know, contract to contract. And it just made sense for, you know, Sony to bring them in. Sony to bring them in um, and, and kind of put them into their own fold, into their own set of studios that they own. So they can provide them with all the funding they need for all the games that they want to create, right? But before that, Insomniac was literally going from game to game. And Spider-Man was obviously big, but we don't know the whole, you know, financial. It's possible that, you know, even though they were independent and they did great with Spider-Man, you know, it would still be kind of hard for them to like adjust and, and say, okay, now what's the next project? What do we do now, right? To kind of keep keep making games so that they keep getting money so they can play their, pay their employees. On the other hand, Bethesda has, is it, Bethesda is a publisher, right? The ZeniMax and everything, it's their own publisher and stuff like that. And they've been publishing games They've had their own kind of internal system. They own studios. So it's not like it's one specific studio. They have their own set of studios and they were seeing a lot of issues with the financials, right? So this, I'm not saying that this in any way impacts the development of their games, but the same way how the pandemic has caused a lot of you know development issues for video games and video game companies, it, it, it is safe to assume that them having some financial trouble and obviously being willing to be sold does tell you that there was some sort of issues there and then that might have kind of trickled down to the development of their games, which is probably why it's taking a little while and they're just, you know, trying to find the right footing when it comes to development. Obviously, I don't, I'm not going to pretend to understand anything when it comes to video game development, but this is just like my kind of two cents on that. So, you know, okay, like going going back to my point, I, I know I I know I take crazy, crazy tangents here and there, but going back, like... You know, Bethesda obviously will be making these great games, but there's no guarantee, right? There's no guarantee in terms of when it's going to come out. So people need to understand that, you know, that's a great get for Microsoft, but there's, there's still a big promise from Sony that this year and next year, when it comes to exclusives, we are set. You have a lot of good Sony exclusives to look forward to. On the other end, with Microsoft, the one game that was supposed to come out this year with the console, which would have been big, it would have been way bigger than Miles Morales, in my opinion, like Halo Infinite with the with the backing that they had, that got delayed. And that got delayed indefinitely until a point that we don't know. So, you know, I, I think that's one thing that people need to take away from the, the Bethesda purchase and people looking up Microsoft and Xbox Series X and Bethesda and all that stuff is just because of that news. Doesn't necessarily mean that, oh, I'm more interested in getting a Series X now or Series S. It's more about... Hey, is the Bethesda games coming on Series X? Hey, is it are Bethesda games only exclusive on Series X? There was a lot of questions that were coming up, you know. So it does not in any way determine that 
yeah, this means, oh, Bethesda, perfect. Now I'm going to buy Series X or Series S, no doubt. Even though, you know, Bethesda has not released the same kind of games in a very, very long time. Right? So that was basically the main thing from the study. Um, people also need to remember that Sony has a huge momentum going into the next gen. Right? Sony had promised games at the beginning of the generation and they delivered on games. They gave us exclusives like Ratchet & Clank, uh, Infamous, Bloodborne, uh, God of War, Spider-Man, Horizon Zero Dawn, you know, even small things like Dreams and Cocky Genie, they did stuff with PSVR, you know, obviously even the Yakuza games, I know they're coming on other gener other stuff now, even stuff like Final Fantasy VII Remake. The main thing that Sony promised was games that you will get here and only here, even if it's for a limited time. Uh, you know, obviously I, I, I think I like to count more of the, the more proper exclusives, you know, even like including Death Stranding, stuff like that. But, you know, as we're seeing with the popularity of Final Fantasy VII Remake and stuff like that, you know, that is something to take into consideration when it comes to the games that they promised. And it worked. They, they had games, they, they showed us games, and Microsoft, unfortunately, had games, but they had too few of them, and they, it was too far in between. Like, there was too many, too many big... Uh, a big spread of, of no games or no exclusive Microsoft, you know, backed video games coming out to get you excited the same way, you know, Sunset Overdrive, at least for me, Sunset Overdrive or Halo 5 at that time, I guess. I feel like I wanted to preface all those games with because I, I know they didn't do too well. But, you know, like they, there was there was nothing in between. So going into the next generation, you know, people will be looking at that. People were looking at the past and say, Hey, PlayStation gave us all these games. They're already giving me two exclusives, at least two big exclusives coming out this this uh, this holiday with the console, which is Spider-Man and and Demon Souls. And at the same time, they've promised me that I'm going to be getting a new Ratchet and Clank, a new Horizon game, and a new God of War game next year. So looking at just that, not even because Gran Turismo and stuff like that doesn't really have a, a release date, right? So I'm not even going to put all the other games, but just in terms of games that had the year and everything, like. It it tells people that hey these this is a this is a manufacturer this is a a console maker that is actually giving me games you know the sole purpose of my con video game console uh, you know I I I I'm sorry I like I always get really frustrated when you know all these companies kind of market oh here look at this look at that look at uh you know our our Twitch integration or or Netflix integration or that integration or even an Xbox Series. X and XS case like more recently where they were giving it to so many influencers and all the influencers kept talking about how these games how the console was great and stuff and playing games like Sekiro and Red Redemption 2 and GTA 4 and I'm like okay I'm glad they look great and you know and I have a I have a gaming PC so I know that you know these games can look amazing and stuff like that but I'm like are you I'm not going to buy a $500 device to play games that I've already played just so that they can look a bit better. So, you know, I was like, wait, what, what's the, where's the, where's the title? Where's the big games? Where's some like next generation titles, you know? So like for me, I'm, I, I, for me, the main thing about buying a new console is for, for the games that will come out in the future and the games that will only, that will utilize the console's power and can only be played on that type of console. You know, like that's what makes me excited about getting a new console, not buying something and then saying, I'm going to play something from 10 years ago, right? So obviously in my in my notes, I have, you know, for uh, it was three points. I feel like I had to make three points about this. It's, it's exclusive games, 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 and more games. And I think that's the main takeaway when it comes to PlayStation 
and Xbox is games. At the end of the day, games is what should sell these consoles, nothing else. And so far, Sony has been doing a great job. So no matter what the, the thing says in terms of, oh, Xbox Series X and S are being looked at more, you know, it in no way means that, oh yeah, people are excited for it because, you know, because of the Bethesda thing. It's like, no, at the end of the day, people will want something that has games on it, right? Uh, one thing that I feel like a lot of people didn't consider, I like I didn't read anywhere about this, uh, but people should also remember that PS5 pre-orders sold out extremely quickly. And even now, it is all it, like people are looking left and right everywhere, at least where I am, to try and, and get a PS5 pre-order. Or if, if they possibly can, even if it's through scalpers at this point, I know a few people that are just so hungry for a PS5 that they're just going that route that they're like, look, I might have to spend thousand dollars or whatever to get a ps5 because they just want it and because they sold out like crazy i'm not saying that i i know the xbox also did a great job when it comes to pre-orders but uh, in my case in in canada the xbox pre-orders were live a lot longer like that's why i wanted to kind of talk about like the whole north america thing right because it is possible that in u.s xbox consoles sold out really crazy like really quickly but in canada xbox is not that it, it is still in demand, but it didn't go out as quickly as the PS5. So this was just a theory that I had that what if a lot of people that wanted a PS5 aren't, aren't able to get a PS5, they started looking into an Xbox Series S or an X to see if they can get that, right? Like that's also something that people should consider. A lot of people honestly just want a next-gen console if possible this uh, this holiday, and a lot of people, you know, to be honest, are, are completely okay with getting an extra, getting one console now and getting one console later. I know a lot of gamers are kind of moving in that direction either way, but obviously majority of people will just buy one console. But it's possible that if someone just wants to have that awesome holiday feeling of opening a new video game console that, you know, just came out and some new shiny games that hopefully are only available on those consoles or at least are next gen in some sense, you know, they're, they they might look into into this into the whole next gen pre order debacle or whatever and say, oh, okay, you know what, the PS five completely sold out. I, I I just want a new console right now. Let let me just look into into Series S or X, and they might go online. They might find you know might do some research on it. They might some find some pre orders available stuff like that. Again, like I'm not saying that's actually what actually happened, but this is just a theory that I had that I I just kind of thought about. And I felt like no one was really kind of discussing that, you know, and honestly, it could be vice versa as well, right? It can be that people wanted the Xbox console and they weren't able to get a pre-order, but they then looked into the PS5, right? And if the roles were reversed, if like the the, the search thing was was reversed, I would probably say that, right? So I'm just saying like, I'm just gonna want to like bring that up as well. Um, another thing is that people will be more excited or more kind of, there's all gonna be more for demand for the PlayStation 5 when it compared to compared to the Xbox Series X or S, um, mainly I'm gonna start saying just series, you know, Xbox series of consoles instead, because I have to keep saying both, um, because Microsoft has kind of made it a, a like a major point with their marketing that their games are going to be available everywhere. It's about making sure that all gamers are taken care of and their games are available everywhere, which is great because then you have stuff like X Cloud, you have your PC, you have your old Xbox Ones and Xbox uh, One X, One S, and all that that you can play your games on. So, you know, at that point, why would someone go out of their way to spend $500 on a game, on a, on a console, where 
games will be available which has games that can be played on other platforms other things you know especially with xcloud taking off uh, i don't know the exact numbers but i know like i'm a game pass or a subscriber on my pc so i know that game pass is doing well and i can only imagine that game pass ultimate with the with the xcloud will also be doing quite well so then why would someone say okay i'm playing these games already for this price why do i need to go out and spend 500 dollars? because this is my, this is a microsoft strategy right Sony on the other end is saying, no, you can only play these games on PS5. So you're kind of in a pickle. You're like, okay, for the Sony game, I have no choice. I do need to go out and buy a PS5. I should also say that you don't need to go buy that, go out and buy a PS5 because Spider-Man uh, and a number of those uh, PS PlayStation, uh, PlayStation exclusives are coming out on PS4 as well. So if you do have a PS4, you're pretty good in this holiday. But like I said, like, you know, at least those games are still on the PlayStation and uh, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, whereas in the case of Xbox, all their exclusives are available on PC and Xbox, uh, Xbox One, Xbox One S, all that stuff, Xbox Series consoles. So, you know, it does kind of make you think, hey, why do I need to go buy, buy this stuff? Why don't I just spend this money to build my build myself a gaming PC? Why don't I spend this money to buy, get a 4K TV right now and then maybe buy a new Xbox, a new console next year? You know, like, because you do need to, I think at this point, you do need to invest in a good 4K TV for, to experience these consoles properly. Uh, right. And I also do want to say that, you know, Sony does lack in, uh, when, it, when, it, when it comes to the services, um, when it compared to, when it compared to Microsoft, mainly because, you know, Microsoft is doing such a great job with Game Pass and everything like that. And Sony has been trying to bolster its services, uh, with, PlayStation Now and everything like that, uh, you know, but PlayStation Now still isn't really hitting the mark. I don't use it. Uh, I've heard that, I've heard horror stories uh, about it when it comes to the resolution and the latency and stuff like that. I know that it does have a downloadable component where you can, you know, download certain games, but I don't, there's, there's nothing, there's no incentive, right? There's no like new games coming out day and date on PlayStation Now. It's usually games that have already been out for a while, whereas on Microsoft, not only ga games, made by Microsoft are coming day and date, but also games like Crusader Kings 3, for example, that got amazing reviews that I got to try out because it was just available on Game Pass, right? And I was like, what? This is available on Game Pass? This makes no sense. This game just came out and people are paying like full price on Steam, but I'm able to get this game, you know, not free, but like just get it because of Game Pass. That's amazing, right? So Sony does lack in that. And I hope that Sony does kind of work to fix that. But one thing again, Another reason why Sony will continue to kind of dominate this generation or the next generation is because it is kind of this esports hub. Games like Call of Duty and Street Fighter and so many other fighting games are mainly played on the esports space on PlayStation. And I think those deals are still continuing into the next generation. So, you know, why so many of those professional players will continue to dedicate their time and money to the PlayStation set of consoles. And, you know, even on a grand stage, on, on an eSports stage where people are watching, you know, uh, these, the uh, all their favorite players and everything play these games and stuff like that, play, seeing them play on the PlayStation will only influence more, you know, potential console buyers to buy a PlayStation because that's kind of where the hub is, right? That's where the marketing deals are and stuff like that. And it's just, it's an automatic thing. You know, obviously all these games, all these eSports games are available on Xbox as well but it does influence a lot of people's buying uh buying position in a sense when they when they see all these games all these esports games being played on a PlayStation or being played on an Xbox or being played on a PC 
you know, that is a very, that does influence a lot of potential video game buyers. So, you know, that's also a big thing, a big lead that Sony still has, even up till this point. Usually you might see, because we saw the shift last generation towards the end, where PlayStation kind of became the esports hub, right? Um, I was I was thinking that we might see that change, but it doesn't seem like there's any change and anything's kind of shifting towards Xbox being the, the main esports thing. It still seems like most people are continuing to play these esports titles on, on, on PlayStation. Right, I kind of talked about this before, but of course, there's a promise of 2021. For 2021, so far, the only thing that's been promised by Xbox and Xbox series of consoles is Halo Infinite. We don't know anything. We, we obviously have seen a few uh, teasers, but with no dates or anything like that. And there's literally no promise in terms of, hey, these are the new games that we're working on and they're coming out next year. On the other hand, with Sony, we have seen with Ratchet & Clank, with Horizon, Forbidden West, and with God of War, that they're all aiming for 2021 for the release. I'm not saying that they won't get delayed. It might be, they might get delayed, right? But the thing is, they still kind of told us, hey, 2021, this is what's coming out. That already, as a gamer, gets you so excited and gets you, it makes you more willing to invest in that console now rather than later. So that's also a big thing. I've, I talked about the, the anecdotal evidence from my experience when I went to pre-order my PS5 uh, in Toronto at an EB Games, which is a GameStop store here. And literally the person told me that, yeah, like based on the pre-order numbers that they're seeing, um, that they're, they're nowhere, Xbox is nowhere close to PlayStation. Uh, that it, was, it wasn't even a contest. I think that was the, the person's exact words. Again, this is anecdotal evidence from what I noticed or what I, when I talked to this one person at the EB Games store here. But that also says a lot, right? That also says a lot based on the pre-order numbers they're seeing. Again, we don't know what the exact pre-order numbers are. We don't know how many Xbox consoles Microsoft made available to begin with. But still, you know, it, it, is, it is still an interesting kind of information to get. Um, and I, like, I, I feel like I should also kind of end this whole thing with talking about how ties can easily change. We saw this with the 360 and the PS2 generation. We saw how 360 was leading PS3 throughout the entire generation. Uh, the Xbox 360 also came out a year earlier than the, P than the PS3. And PS3 with this whole price thing, not really having big, amazing games at the beginning, was really, really lagging. It was lagging behind hard. And then towards the end of the generation, the PS3 caught up. I believe it even surpassed by a little bit, the 360, 360 consoles. And then obviously going into the PS4 and the Xbox One generation, Sony kind of took a very similar stance to what Microsoft has been doing, being very pro-consumer and talking about games and focusing on making sure the, the, the console is available at a reasonable price and does everything that the consumers want. And then we saw Sony just take off and basically take off into a lead of, I, I, I think it's more than two to one at this point. I'm not too sure because Microsoft hasn't really disclosed their console sales for a while. And I, you know, I wonder why, but it, it, it is, it is obvious that it is more than two to one at this point. So, you know, like we can easily see the tide shift. And my main thing, my main takeaway from all this or the thing that I'm kind of trying to convey with this is that in this holiday season, the PS5 will 100% beat the Xbox series of consoles two to one. I'm not going to say two to one exactly. That's what I'm predicting. But even if it's 1.5 to one or whatever, you know, at the end of the day, I do believe the PlayStation 5 will sell more than the Series X and S. However, I can easily see a possible tide shift in the next few years or maybe three or four years from now when the Xbox 
studios are are in full effect game pass as is it at its highest level ever in terms of subscriptions and stuff like that uh it's available everywhere x cloud and everything is working amazingly you know i can easily see a slow change in in in, in tide or in in the in the market share for these consoles when it comes to you know maybe xbox i can easily see microsoft kind of taking over in some sense not by a lot maybe maybe just edging out the ps5 towards the end but still you know catching up to the P- to the momentum of the of the ps5 uh towards the end of this this new generation again that's com- that's just a prediction on my point i don't i oh, to be honest it just depends on what microsoft does in the next couple of years um what things they choose to make exclusive so i'm looking at stuff like elder scrolls and fallout and stuff like that if they do make those things exclusives and and you know get people to invest in the consoles rather than you know kind of go taking this approach that they are now where everything is available everywhere of course you know except for playstation but you know everything is available everywhere i can easily see them kind of taking over and that would obviously be good for us as consumers because then that will finally get sony to make some more pro consumers consumer moves hopefully you know get sony back into that early ps4 era where they were you know the indie darlings all the indie games were on playstation they were uh you know they made they priced the console competitively they were giving us amazing exclusives again and again i mean again like we are getting some good exclusive on playstation but you can kind of see leading up to the ps5 launch sony has been a, a little cocky with everything with the way they're approaching everything you know not releasing anything not raising any information because they know people are hungry people are people are just so in love with playstation and that console that they are just so hungry for it that they're they'll just take up anything that sony's like here we'll just put a logo out and look at people look at people go wild whereas you know microsoft is releasing all these videos and showing the console and stuff like that and you know it's barely getting a million a million views or so on on youtube so you know i know that sony has done a good job with the playstation 4 but you know sometimes stuff like that sometimes competitiveness from both sides does lead to you know us winning a lot more us getting more pro consumer moves coming out from both sides so that was kind of my take on all of this uh let me know what you think let me know what you like email me or even in the comments below you can kind of talk about it uh of course my email is amandamangames at gmail.com that's amandamangames at gmail.com you can also join me on my twitch channel at twitch.tv slash amandaman join in you know talk to me stuff like that you can also we can also talk about this discuss these kinds of things there And I will see you next week. Bye.